This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Authenticity, balance, and a little moxie. This is The Morris Code with your Dr. Juanita Morris. Welcome to The Morris Code. I'm getting settled in. I'm your host, Dr. Juanita Morris, and along with me in this journey and in life's journey is my dude, Dr. JK. What's up? Hey, love. How you doing? I'm great. How are you today? All right. What were you going to say? I cut you off a little bit. Uh, I don't think I was going to say anything. <laughs> you weren't? Uh-uh. You sure? I'm, sh- I'm, I'm pretty sure, It yes. sounded like you were getting ready to say something. Huh. Yeah. I was wondering, how do you know when to start talking because every time you come in it's at the I guess it's at the same time yeah oh okay and Dom kind of switches your mic on hey Dom nope. I switch my own mic on okay. man okay alright you have the authority <laughs> yeah she's been doing it herself <laughs> since the beginning so like oh. that's the only thing I do <laughs> yeah. she decides when the show starts I decide when the music plays okay she All decides right. when it starts very good yeah and oh. then like it's like a flow though right so yeah. you hit it at the same same time, every time. I'm huh? thoroughly amazed by you. <laughs> Dom, I don't know. I sound like he's spitting game a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. You don't have to at this point. Yeah, you do. 20, 20 in, you still got to show up with a little game. I ain't that easy, Jeez. man. What's going on? I don't know. It's What's, a beautiful day. Today. Oh, my God. It is amazing. Yes, yes. I'm not even going to complain that it's warm. Was that what you were thinking about doing? No, not at all. Oh. But it is warm. <laughs> but I'm not complaining. It's warm where? In the studio or oh, outside? Oh, no, it's warm outside. Oh, well, that's because you were outside walking today. I did. We did. We have. Uh, we, we started walking last week. and Noonday uh, walk. Noonday walk. Yeah. And we're still at it. Until it gets hot. It's already hot. Oh, okay. It's yeah. warm. It's not so hot. So what's today? Today is uh, April 12th. Yep. What happened a year ago? It was April 12th. No. (laughs) (laughs) So it wasn't April 12th. I think it was like April what? It was April 13th. Ah, Wednesday the 13th. That's when we, uh, they allowed us. They let go of the reins and decided to give you a a show and said, okay, you can bring Bring one person with you. <laughs> Is that what they You're plus one. <laughs> I'm the plus one. Yay. I'm excited. So we have, today is our one year anniversary with Newhoff. Isn't that amazing? It is unbelievable, actually. Uh, mm. yeah. Unbelievable? It is. Yeah. Um, today, this is the 50th episode for the Morse Code. We have update. not had 50 episodes. We have. This is, well, we've had 49. Okay. Yeah, so this is the... You counted them? Well, I do the show script, <laughs> and I do episode one, episode two, and so I'm at 50. I can't believe that. No? We didn't skip any? We skipped some for sure, but for my show scripts, the ones that okay. we've done, it's been 50. Okay. I'm not... I'm not. That's amazing. <laughs> I believe you. Do you? I do. 
Yeah, I remember when I first came in the studio. Yeah. Um, when the Godfather was saying, "Hey, come in at seven thirty and talk about the work you're doing with the civic leadership." Thirty in the morning. Seven thirty in the morning yeah. on Mondays, mm-hmm. and I was shaking in my boots. And then he decided to give you a show. I don't know how that happened. Oh. Okay. Like I was so nervous coming in to do the five-minute, seven-minute segment with him, mm-hmm. that it was crazy. Well, last week, a week before last, two weeks ago? I don't know. You did a whole half of a show with him, didn't you? Well, half hour. Half hour. Was it only a half hour? I don't know. I like half hour, 45 there. minutes. You got there at like almost 8 o'clock, 7.45. Yeah, my normal time. But you stayed for the rest of the remainder <laughs> of the show. <laughs> did I? I think you did. That's because I hadn't been in a month. Okay. All right. Yeah. Get it all out. Yep. For Uh the last month. All right. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. Oh, we were in with Amber from Amber Kaler Mm -hmm. from um, Ronald McDonald McDonald House. House. Yeah. So we were just chit chatting Mm -hmm. with her. But yeah, it's been an unbelievable um, journey. I think that I have learned a lot, a lot, a lot. and I, I don't, I can't even remember why we ultimately was like, yes, we're going to try this. Do you remember? Nope. I think you told me we're going to do this. And I said, okay. I never tell. <laughs> <laughs> you are never told. <laughs> uh, um, I don't, I remember we talked about it. And, we did. And, and we were weighing the pros and the cons. We were. And the pros definitely outweighed the cons. And it's an opportunity to have a voice in what's going on and what's happening in, in your community or in this community, in our community. Yeah. And um, we said, okay, why not? What's the worst that could happen? They can throw us off, cancel us 100% altogether. Yeah, that would and be that pretty bad. Well, it hasn't happened in a year. Yeah, we were, I was worried about making sure Dom didn't get fired. <laughs> which is really kind of where we stay because mm. we push the envelope a little bit. <laughs> it's really? been going good, not getting fired. So, you know, I've been going on almost nine <laughs> years. So I just didn't want to break the record. Didn't want to break that. No, no, I did not. Wanted to keep it going. Yeah. Trying to hit at least 10. So, <laughs> is that yeah. your goal? That's my goal. <laughs> is it? That's my goal. Okay, we'll get there. Nine years is a long time. I know, I'm old. Yeah, you're getting there. <laughs> Thank you. (laughs) Just keep on going. (laughs) So how did we come up with the name The Morris Code? Because that was the other thing. I remember us having a conversation about if we should do it, how do we continue to add value? And add, like you were saying, add value to our community and add value to conversations. We Mm -hmm. didn't want it to just be, um, but we also want it to be super duper authentic. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we came up with the name. Morris code mm-hmm. and that is connected to you and to me but how did we do that you want to share uh, <laughs> did you say no <laughs> I'm trying to understand I was going with the the component of it of, yeah. um, well I think that it comes from kind of where we were previous to coming here I'm so confused right now. Uh, are you? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you act like you were not there I'm, a year ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot has happened in a year. I'm like, I'm so confused. <laughs> You're like, no, I really don't want to share where the name came from. What? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So, yeah, I think it's a little important. 
<laughs> Just Thank a little you. bit. Okay, very good. So we came up with the name The Morse Code. Um, and the name of the show, The, um, comes from our our uh, love and deep admiration for uh, Jackson State University in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, the uh, is the first word in its alma mater. Alma mater? 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 Um, yeah. So, the I love my dear old college home. Jackson Fair, Jackson Deer. The I love. Uh, so that is uh, the motto or, or one of the slogans associated with the institution. And yeah. Uh, seeing as how we worked there, um, we went to school there, we gave money there. <laughs> we, my, still give money we still there. give money there. <laughs> we still give money there. My parents met yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I have two brothers who also graduated from Jackson State University. So that D is kind of important. The Morris yeah. is kind of important. And then uh, we speak in, we try to speak in a little bit of Claude code mm. um and so special that's a special name mm-hmm. it really really yeah, is yeah we have our own code we do yeah we we have uh 20 years worth of code right and so we we we, we started off well and a lot of people say morse m-o-r-s-e which is which is definitely you know related to it in in terms of the sound but uh, we we decided to stick with Morris because that was was definitely us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. So it's been a year and it's been a journey. And I am super thankful to have had the opportunity um, to to share mm-hmm. and to come up with topics. So what's been the most surprising uh, thing for you in terms of being a radio host or hosting your own show? The one surprising things has been um, when people either reach out or comment or send a note after listening to a show. And um, so even in doing the show, like I now in all seriousness, that was one of the the conversations that I had with Brian, like, uh, so who's going to listen? Right. And so this idea of of sharing and actually having a connection, a real connection to community, mm-hmm. um, that has been surprising to me. Or we were at an event and there was a guy that was like, he recognized the voice or the laughter, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. that's been surprising to me. He recognized your laugh. The laugh. Yeah, that, that, that does something. You know, mm-hmm. that, that says a lot. Number one, that people are listening, and we didn't really think that people were going to listen. You know, we 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 hoped and uh, we prayed that that we could make an impact or would be impactful in what we talked about and what we discussed on the show and who we brought on. Uh, and I think that's been good. I think we've 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 done that, especially this past year with um, the election going on. Um, bringing the uh, school board candidates yeah. in to have a conversation. I think that was that was awesome. That was a, a, a great component of the show. Well, I think connection is also really important. You guys have connected with so many different people, people who have never met you before, uh, just you talking about people calling you or texting you. And yeah. I have people reaching out to me, like, saying, let them know that they're doing an amazing job. Um, we even just had a caller, uh, Leo Berger. He's a local here in Decatur, and he called. He wanted uh, to let you know that – Congratulations. You're doing a wonderful job. Uh, he expects you to be on for many more 
uh, years and that he really enjoys listening. And Leo's just one of, I'm, I'm sure, several, several many who are listening. Thank you, Leo. Appreciate that. Thank you for listening. Like, seriously, we we so appreciate it. Um, it is just a different space. And it's a for me, it's in a, a vulnerable space. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that I'm, I'm I always say I'm an introvert, but I'm not shy. And so <clears throat> to share truly who we are and to kind of open up a little bit to allow uh, some exchanging for people to to get to know us um, is 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 an exercise in vulnerability. It's an exercise in authenticity, but it also is an exercise in how we choose to live and engage with our community. What has been one of like the thing that you uh, didn't expect, but um, over from this experience that has emerged? Well, I think I did not expect, like, um, I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I do uh, because it, it is it is a, a lot of fun. It is. Just to kind of sit down in front of a microphone and just have conversations with people in our community. Yep to talk about those things that are important to them and 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 then the thing the things that are important to our community as well. So I think that that has been the most rewarding. Well, I get to spend time with you too. Yeah, man, you still <laughs> spin game for real for real. Like you're at it today. We're going to have to talk after the show. So it must be something in the hopper. <laughs> uh. <laughs> No, no, no. It is it is good to be able to spend time with the people you love, yep. and and this is a a great opportunity to do that. Dom, how about you? I know you're back there working, but you um, have been integral in helping us to navigate um, the past twelve months, and and just in a completely different space where we knew absolutely nothing, and still only know maybe one percent of what this is about and how we can impact. What's been from your perspective as the producer, what's what's been the thing or what you didn't expect or what you did expect and your thoughts? Yeah, I think for me, I mean, I've um, when we started, I've been doing this almost eight years. I've yeah. produced um, all of the 5 p.m. shows, but all of them had already been doing it for 10, 12, yeah. 14 years. So I was the new person coming in and trying to learn the ropes and they were, you know, teaching me. And so... I didn't get to, even though they've definitely grown, I didn't get to see like that big impact and that big growth because they've been doing it. So it was just natural. So to watch, you know, your show and to watch Fuego and see like the, how well you guys have transitioned into this, how much you've grown. It's been really cool for me to watch. And then also as a producer, I mean, for years, it kind of was just me being behind the you know, behind the board and they would ask me to talk and I kind of just didn't feel like it was, you know, like I wanted to, but you guys gave me no choice. So I just like, (laughs) you were like, I'm going to need you to to talk a little bit and I'm going to, you know, uh, just kind of transition to you or I'm going to say something or conversation may include you. And, you know, as a producer, you can't really, if they're like, so Dom, you know, how's, how's your day? can't really give them a thumbs up or something like that, even though I still try to do that. But uh, so it's been good to watch your guys' growth, but it's also helped me grow to now where I feel more comfortable even talking on other shows. And I kind of look back and I'm like, you know, I wish I would have had that growth a little sooner, but it was a great experience for me to, you know, 
for them to bring in two new shows, uh, yeah, two amazing groups of people, and for me to to watch that progress and you know be a part of it in in a sense. So, I'm so glad you all are listening, and we so appreciate um, your commitment to not only the Morris Code but also to Newhoff Media. Um, and thank you. Thank you for listening each and every Wednesday. Thank you for downloading the podcast. We are a year in, and uh, we are not surprised, but definitely in a different space than we were a year ago. When we return, so when we return after this break, um, we're going to double back to our conversation from last week, which we talked about the five social determinants of health, which is kind of the framework for our work and in part what kind of guides us. So happy anniversary to us, and we'll be right back. It's time for the 2023 St. Teresa High School Mega Raffle. This annual fundraiser helps St. Teresa offer a faith-based education to students in the area. Tickets are now on sale, and you can have a chance to win $100,000. Take advantage of the special bundles by purchasing multiple tickets, increasing your odds of winning. Only tickets will be sold. How would winning $100,000 change your life? Buy your tickets today by calling 217-875-7950 or online at sttmega.com. For 23 years, the Community Foundation of Macon County has worked to connect the philanthropic goals of donors with the needs of our community. This is Steve Groney, Community Foundation Board Trustee. Our foundation has grown to over 380 funds that have been established by individuals, families, businesses, agencies, and organizations to benefit a variety of community causes. We're proud to share that in 2022, Foundation donors made over $5 million in grants to support social services, arts, recreation, conservation, health. Because of donor generosity, we are creating a better future for our community that allows all to live, learn, work, and thrive. If you are interested in learning how you can foundation to establish a fund to support the causes you care about, call today at 429-3000 or visit our website at MaconCountyGives.org. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. You bet you wonder how I knew. Welcome back. Welcome back to Be Morris Code, and thank you for listening. That's a jam, Dom. It is. We used to listen to this all the time. Don't you know I heard it? You, you and who? You are, um, before before we jump back in, uh, you're listening to The Morris Code on WSOY 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, and we are streaming live on NowDecatur.com. So thank you for listening, and happy anniversary to us. I was telling Dom we was going to tell everybody that we had cakes, in balloons in the studio, but in real life, we've got each other. That's pretty much it. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> I got you, babe. I got you. <laughs> you said y'all used to listen to that all yeah, the time? Yeah, when we were, uh, so my mom and dad, uh, we lived uh, right between both pairs, both sets of grandparents. So my dad's fam- my dad's uh, parents lived south of us, and my mom's parents lived north of us. So my mom would pack us up and we would drive the two and a half hours to Oxford 
Mississippi, Mississippi. Uh-huh. and uh, she would slap that in the eight track. She would slap Marvin Gaye in the eight track player. Really? Yes. <laughs> I dated myself just a little bit. It was cool though. I'm old soul. Like yeah. especially when it comes to to music. music, you are definitely more classic. Yeah. Um, classic R and B. Well, your life, probably so. Yeah, yeah mm. you are. I remember we were at Essence Music Festival, oh and I was like, God. all right, Let's get my pocketbook, and I'm ready to go. You're like, so we're not going to stay for Lionel Richie? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> I mean, waiting on the skinny jeans, the black jeans, and the little black hair. And mm. I was like, yeah, so let me sit down. All right. I was wondering <laughs> why we were leaving. I was headed to a side gig to hear some rap. You're like, yeah. Yeah, no, he's the he. he he's the headliner. He's the headliner. He was the headliner. <laughs> we, sat, we waited through all of the. No, no, B-list. we enjoyed the B list. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the B list. You're like, so we're not gonna wait. And we heard about maybe three songs, three or four songs from Lionel Richie. For Lionel? Yeah. Did we? I don't know. I, I don't think we stayed through the whole entire concert. We stayed through most of it, and I and what I will say though is that it really was good, and it I'm glad good. that um, we stayed. Yeah. Because if it was up to me, All right? But you know, you have to broaden your, widen your horizons, and listen to something that you haven't listened to before. Lionel was definitely good. That's yeah. what we were talking about. I think last week when we went to see Aretha Franklin, and she mm-hmm. was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw BB King, and he was really, really good. Really, and really that good. was towards not not close to the end but it was i need to sit down and play miss lucille hell yes 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 that was but good. it was a good show it was, it was a, a really good show, good show. A, he was a great performer yep great he really performer. really I don't know who else have we seen uh well i can tell you all my ratchet I, folks I, 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 <laughs> You I know, was trying to go down your list of classics. Like we've, I, I myself have never been a big concert goer. I mean, you keep saying that. I'm just telling the truth. Did I say that last week? You did. Did I? Yeah, okay. you mentioned that. All right. Yeah. I love concert. Well, I like music, though. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. There, there's that. So last week, um, we we really were talking about... Um, election results. Yeah, because you are moving and shaking and hitting the table. Like, I'm trying to understand. Are you settled yet? I am. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because you said it in your voice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> but we were talking about election results and because the local election had finished. And then we paired that with the foundation for us and for for my better understanding and comprehension of this five social determinants of health. Mm -hmm. And um, in general, what we're talking about is the quality of life and how we live and how access really determines the duration of our life and life expectancy Mm -hmm. in these areas that are non-medical, right? And so we started to have that conversation And um, we shared for the definition of a social determinant of health is the condition in the environment where people are born, live, learn, work, play, worship, and age that affect a wide variety of health, functioning, and quality of life outcomes. And so it, it, there is no one thing, Mm. right? Right. There's so many things that add value to or take value away from our living in terms of life expectancy, mm-hmm. outcomes, and duration. Longevity. Longevity. Yeah. Everything, and everything that 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 affects us 
in one way or another, whether it be our education or our school system, whether it be uh, the internet and access to it, it, it every everything, right? And that that there's a relationship, yeah, with having or not having yep. those things that add or subtract from our life expectancy. I think oftentimes when we hear it um, communicated or whether it's the news or whether it's in conversations, the things that, there you go again, the <laughs> things that we say are, well, all they need to do is just this, or I don't know why they haven't done that. Who is they? Who, right. Cause you know, that's always my question. <laughs> Who's the they, but we, we, oh my God. I'm sorry. You, Dom? Ever since he had that coffee that one time, <laughs> it's just carried over for like three months. I haven't had any coffee today. I haven't had any coffee today. He's twisting and twirling. And you know why? I don't. I'm not eating, I'm not eating sugar. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so last time it was too much caffeine. <laughs> this time it's not no enough. No sugar, not enough. <laughs> I've had no sugar for like three days. My head is killing me. <laughs> I didn't it. know that's how it works. But I have a constant headache. Oh, I think okay. it only lasts for a few days, and then, and then what happens? It's, it's, you eat some then, sugar, no, and we'll uh, all be yeah. happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never know where the conversation's you going. I don't either. But listen here, we since were so serious, man. Go ahead, hon. Sorry, I won't. Nah, it's, well, you're moving the chair, you're moving your feet, you're moving the microphone. <laughs> get comfortable. Imagine a, if he was in the host seat. <laughs> oh my. Oh my you're sitting sideways, you're looking out the window. <laughs> the godfather would come in and be like, why is everything different than it was last year? <laughs> right, and then we have to put all of the stuff back. All of it back. We probably we, will not do it right. Before we leave listening, y'all, this is a year in and we're still trying to figure it out, but thank you for listening to D. Morris Code on WSO at 1340 AM, 103.3 FM is streaming live on Now Decatur. We'll be back and we'll probably a little better. Be right back. <laughs> there are three words I always hear when someone from our staff is on the phone. We got it. Hi, it's Laurie from Rex Battery. And whenever somebody calls us and asks if we have a certain type of battery, the answer is always, we got it. Even in those very rare instances we don't, we know how to get it. And if we don't know how to get it, we'll build it. That's how committed we are to making sure you have the power you need. From model cars to real cars, from toys to tractors, dog collars to doorbells, riding mowers to remote keys. If it takes a battery, we have it at Rex Battery. Over 75,000 batteries in stock right now. So if you're wondering if we've got a battery, yep, we've got it. They're fresh, fully charged, and ready to go. Keeping Central Illinois fully powered for over 60 years. Rex Battery. 30 East El Dorado, Decatur. Rex with a double X battery. Generations of power. Finding great people to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Their powerful matching technology delivers so many qualified candidates. It's like finding a needle in a needle stack. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. For less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp today. 
We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. The InventHelp data bank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Get started today. Call one 800 That's 1-800-217-4380. Again, 1-800-217-4380. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. You ready, baby? I am ready. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to The Morris Code. And thanks so much for listening. Happy anniversary to us. This is one year later and we are still here. Um, so we had... Talked about anniversary a little bit, our anniversary on on air, and then we moved to kind of get serious and talk about to continue and wrap up our conversation from last week for social determinants of health. And then we took a nosedive um, because we just did. And so we're going <laughs> to try to level set and go back to our social determinants of health. And so we introduced this idea of the these five general domains of social determinants, and we really were having the conversation around how do we frame and understand better and uh, connect with <clears throat> our community and the outcomes. And where we really started this conversation was with the election results from last week and our voter engagement and those kinds of things. And so, uh, J.K., when we started to have the conversation, where did we start? We talked about three of them, I think, last week. Right. We talked about economic stability uh, as it relates to kind of the elections and policies that our elected officials put in place. Uh, then we talked about education, access, and quality uh, as a, a subset of what we talked about during the or for the elections as well. And then we hit on kind of healthcare access and quality, and talked about we talked about some of our um, our positions on healthcare and how um, we've been since we've been through the healthcare yeah on a healthcare journey uh, over this last uh, year and a half uh, with both of us yeah um, how that has kind of shifted our perspective or. Um, how we see things differently or how we know that uh, we need advocates mm -hmm. uh, to, to, to help us throughout that process. Yeah. And so they, in general, what we're trying to do is have a better understanding of how do we have um, or create or impact through, even through the work that we do, um, how do we impact and change people's lives? Mm -hmm. And part of that really is um, making sure that we do the things that add value to people's lives, which would also add longevity to life expectancy. Right. Right. Um, the goal is to live as long and as healthy yeah. as you possibly can. And, and there are elements in our community that help us do that better. And we, are, we, we rely on the people that we put in, in office yeah. to set policies. Or we should rely on the people in, that we put in office to set policies, develop policies, 
and laws to help us do that. And we should rely on folks who, whether we vote them in, whether we hire them into our organizations, Mm -hmm. right, whether they are in a service capacity or a corporate capacity to to implement policies with humans Mm -hmm. in mind. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, then there we should ask the question or engage in the conversation or have a better understanding of the impacts on the people that is providing or working for or living in those communities. And so we had two more remaining to to talk about from the five. Mm -hmm. And I think we left off with neighborhood and built environment Mm -hmm. and uh, social and community context. You want to talk about? So with neighborhood and built environment, um, our neighborhoods and, and, the people who live in these neighborhoods have their 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 lives are impacted, mm-hmm. and their well being is impacted. Um, so they have to be focused, or there has to be a focus on kind of the health and safety in the places where we live, learn, work, and play. Right. So that's yeah. our neighborhood. That's our community. Um. So the vast majority, or many people in 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 the United States, live in neighborhoods. That are uh, that have high rates of violence, uh, unsafe water, unsafe air, and other health and uh, safety ri- risk. Um, but we know that the vast majority of of the the people living in those neighborhoods are are black and brown or low income, and they're exposed to things that are harmful. Yeah. Um, so and in turn reduces life expectancy. Right, right, right. Right. So when I think of that, I think about the train derailment, right, Mm -hmm. that just happened. Where was that, in Ohio? Yes. And it's like, yeah, everything is fine. So now is it? Because it looks like there's a fire. Mm -hmm. And I don't hearing, but are we sure? Right, yeah. That creates a health risk. Right. Right? If I if I think about it and I think about air pollution in larger larger cities or if I think about this neighborhood and built environment, we talk a lot in our community about um, neighborhood revitalization. Mm-hmm. All of these things impact life expectancy and outcome of the people that live in this community. And it also impacts the number of people who leave our community to seek refuge elsewhere, or it impacts by moving outside of the the center of the community, and then that's where our taxes go, right? Mm -hmm. That's where all of our resources go. And so how do we start to think about and look at neighborhood and built environment, not only from a, a neighborhood revitalization, but also saying we know for sure, because the research and the literature supports this idea that if they are not in or we are not living in this built environment or whether it's violence or whether it's unsafe air or unsafe water, the life expectancy of people will be diminished and shortened. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Don, what were you going to say? I mean, I just think about like Flint, Michigan, yeah. and what's been going on there for I don't even know how many years. And it just kind of seems like we've just forgotten about it but then i i know every once in a while i'm reminded oh that's still going on and like that's impacting you know their health and that largely impacts black and brown families as well so it's just something you have to kind of think about and i think a lot of us are privileged and so it's like oh i don't i don't have to think about that but it's 
we all have an obligation to address it and do whatever it is that we can. And obviously that also starts with like policy change and yes. and making sure that we vote. And like, that's why I stress that because all these things we're talking about, like it really does go back to voting and mm -hmm. I'm never going to tell you who to vote for. Yep. I'm just saying if you see there's a problem, which I think we all see there's problem, especially when it comes to like healthcare and things like that then you need to get out there and try to make a difference yeah, instead need, of just talking about it. I mean, we need to educate ourselves on the camp, on the candidates and their campaigns and their beliefs. The same thing, well, not not necessarily the same thing, but you, you look at Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, yeah. And, and the water water crisis that, that, yeah. that they're having as well. I mean, that's not, it's definitely not over. Yep. And this is going to be years in terms of trying to repair on what's been damaged already and it's it's no different and we 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 look at the level of violence in neighborhoods and communities and cities and yeah. states and so and that in itself that's <laughs> we have to to look at things differently we have to 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 make some type of changes in our communities that that help impact and lessen uh, the violence in our communities. You're listening to The Morris Code on WSOY 1340 AM. 103.3 FM is streaming live on NowDecatur.com. We'll be right back and we'll hit our last and our fifth and final social determinant of health, which is social and community context. Be right back. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity during tax season because so much sensitive info is all together. Before we start the annual meeting of Sean's personal info, uh, has anyone seen social security number? Not me. Nuh-uh. Oh, no. He's been stolen. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. If you become a victim, we'll work to fix it. No one can monitor all transactions, but you can save up to 25% off your first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Identity theft protection starts here. For 23 years, the Community Foundation of Macon County has worked to connect the philanthropic goals of donors with the needs of our community. This is Steve Groney, Community Foundation Board Trustee. Our foundation has grown to over 380 funds that have been established by individuals, families, businesses, agencies, and organizations to benefit a variety of community causes. We're proud to share that in 2022, foundation donors made over $5 million in grants to support social services, arts, recreation, conservation, health, and education. Because of donor generosity, we are creating a better future for our community that allows all to live, learn, work, and thrive. If you are interested in learning how you can work with the Community Foundation to establish a fund to support the causes you care about, call today at 429-3000 or visit our website at MaconCountyGives.org. Do bank closures, inflation rate hikes, and the roller coaster of the market frighten you as much as it does me? You need to call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it as easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick the precious metals. That's it. You now own real precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today and learn more about the one, two, three protection plan at 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-GOLD. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. I like 
I like. <laughs> Nobody is appreciating my my, my, my my lyrical skills today. Nobody. <laughs> Who is this? Guy? This is Guy. Yeah. yeah. Featuring. Huh? Featuring. It's probably Teddy Riley. Okay. I was just making sure. He, he featured everything and everybody, so I'm just going to guess it's Teddy Riley. <laughs> Welcome back to the Morris Code, where the lyrical stylings of Dr. J is on display. <laughs> oh my God. You could do like that late night DJ stuff they used to do like in the oh 70s and the 80s. The, oh my God, that was so much shade. She said the no, late night cool. DJ stuff in the, the 70s, 70s and the 80s. 80s. Isn't that when they did that stuff? When, when no one was awake to hear them. <laughs> Just every show I've seen, it was like 70s and 80s that they were doing that. So I'm happy. Uh, I'm turning 50 this year. So it might have been in the 70s or the 80s. The late That's still days, young. Man. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Tom. You're trying to. Re- she is really, really, she really trying. trying. But she. I mean, J.K. already called me old, so I didn't. Did I call you old? You did. It's. I cool. said you're getting there. <laughs> and that's. I didn't say you were old. I said you're getting there. That's a nice way of saying you're, you're old. old. I'm just saying, y'all did not. Neither <laughs> one of you two appreciate it. I've been singing all afternoon, and y'all are like, yeah, okay, wah wah. <laughs> Great voice. Thank you. You're welcome. See there? My husband is like you. See, Dr. JK, take notes. I am not disputing you at all. (laughs) I'm also not endorsing. (laughs) I've told you you have a beautiful voice. Did did you? I did. When was this? I don't know. Year two. Year two? When we were when we got married after the wedding, yeah, right, <laughs> right after the wedding, yeah, you <laughs> whatever you like, <laughs> whatever you like. <laughs> so we've been talking about the five social determinants of health, and um, we really um, hit uh, the other three last week, which was economic stability. Education, access, and quality. Like, we want to be sure that we not only have access to education, but we also want to be sure that our young people and our students have access to quality education. And then we also talked about uh, healthcare access. And similar to education, we want to be sure that our community and the people in our community have access to quality healthcare, not just healthcare in general, which is Right. Okay. Um, and then we just talked about neighborhood and built environment. And in the the fifth and final social determinant of health <clears throat> is social and community context. I know. Like I'm every time I start laughing, then it's like <clears throat> start doing all that. But it's social and community context. Mm-hmm. And um it's people's relationships and interactions with family, friends, and coworkers and community members have a major impact on health and well-being. Mm-hmm. And so coming out of a global pandemic where there was little to no social interaction and little to no community interaction, we saw a lot of people who um, passed away probably at much earlier and much faster rates mm-hmm. than if there was some connection to... Mm-hmm people, places, things, and what was important for them. We are a social people, Yeah. period. We are a social people, and the relationships that we establish at work, at home, or in our community, those positive relationships impact, greatly impact our life and our longevity. And when you talk about what happened during the pandemic in terms of people being depressed, 
tremendously depressed and not being able to have community with other people, that was, it was traumatic. Yeah. Yeah. It was traumatic. And it, it, it does do something to your psyche. It does do something to your, your person that allow, and it allows you to be different, to be, to, 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 to definitely understand and know that, you know what, I need that. I need that social interaction. I need those positive relationships with people that I enjoy being around and with. And I want us to think about that exact same thing in terms of um, that social and community context, mm-hmm. even in terms of healthcare, right? Because sometimes when we are in healthcare for an extended period of time, we are now isolated. Even in terms of education, sometimes when we have that one kid that's the introvert that's sitting in the corner, I can be in the middle of a room, but I still can not be engaged socially or not create this community. And so what we're saying is, is that as we enter the spaces that define our life, whether it's education, whether it's work, whether it's making sure we are healthy and whole, then socialization in, in, in terms of the community context is so important to the longevity and not always and not so much the social media piece. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 It, well, you know what? There's there's definitely good and there's definitely not good. Uh, in terms of social media, there there are yeah. there there is a there's a, a fine line between uh, kind of the good and the bad of what what yep. you're able to do and how you're able to live your life from a social media perspective. I want us to make sure that we are cognizant of the multi- the multitude of factors that determine and impact how we live. And I think that you and I talk about it and we talk about it weekly. We laugh a lot, but that is because it is so important to how we continue to move through this life and this journey. Mm -hmm. We have to be aware of health. We have to be aware of constantly growing in education. We have to be aware of where are we living? We have to be aware of who are we connected to? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because all of those things collectively create this space that we enjoy and that we live. But the key is, is that for us, we get to determine most of that. Whereas some others may not have a choice in terms of where they live. They may not have a choice in terms of access to quality education or health care. So that is where it becomes our responsibility to build programs and support the development of all of these things that are non-clinical that add to a positive clinical outcome if we do this thing right? Like, how do we see each other? How do we see our community? How do we engage in our community? We have to, or our community dies. Hmm. Kind of interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. Scary. It is. Yeah. It's our responsibility to do what we have been called to do in order to add value to the places that we occupy. It is our responsibility to make sure that we are aware of the impact that we have on the lives of others. It is our responsibility to see people. It is our responsibility to not diminish or place um, the expectation, the responsibility on the folks who have the least amount of resources and access. That bothers me the most. They should just fix their roof. I bet they want to. 
But remember the job <laughs> that was hourly, that didn't cover enough in order to live day to day? And now we have an added expense? It is our responsibility to make sure that we see and recognize and understand who we are amongst and not apart from. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. Damn. We almost back. Yeah. We almost back. We almost back. We almost back. Um, sorry, anniversary. Happy yeah. anniversary. Happy anniversary, love. Happy anniversary, Dom. Happy anniversary, Dom. <laughs> Happy anniversary. <laughs> Announcements. What do we have? I know today they are having a community um, uh, information session at MacArthur, and I think it's from it was from four thirty to six thirty. So you got thirty about, about got, thirty more minutes. You got thirty minutes to get to MacArthur to talk about, or if you have young people that are. Uh, in programming for the summer, mm. uh, head to MacArthur. So that's on the on the list for today. What other announcements do we have? Um, I think um, one of the, the the social determinants of health is, uh, and and it's very reflective. Only about fifty five percent of the United States has access to broadband internet, which is which is definitely um, an issue. So there's a broadband uh, listening session uh, here, in here in Decatur on um, Tuesday, April 25th from 5 to 6 p.m. And that will be at the Macon County Extension Office at uh, 3351 North President Howard Brown Boulevard here in Decatur. And um, we'll post on our sure. uh, Facebook, Facebook um, the Eventbrite to register for it as well. We um, want to thank and acknowledge the Community Foundation. They just posted um, micro grants for professional development. So please make sure that you check out Macon County Gives um, to see the organizations that have received funding to support the further development of the nonprofit organizations that are servicing our community. It's pretty important. Very important. Um, we also want to, for us this year, our commitment is to um, the Dolly Parton Imagination Library. Uh, we try to select one thing that we love and uh, kind of push through that throughout the course of the, of the year. And so the Dolly Parton Imagination Library is 30 bucks to support one student to receive books um, for 12 months. And so if you are able, please contribute either to uwdecatur.org, which is United Way of Decatur in Mid-Illinois, or makingcountygives.org. You can give 30 bucks and have it go towards um, the Dolly Parton Imagination Library um, to support literacy in our community. Um, coming up, the Box Decatur. Oh, yeah, the Box Decatur, uh, Friday lunch pickup. Uh, orders can be placed at theboxdecatur.com. The Gourmet Box Lunch this week is on the menu. We so appreciate you. We appreciate you, Dom. Dr. JK, thanks for riding with me always. Um, it has been an unbelievable journey over the course of this year. Um, join us every Wednesday on WSOY 1340 AM, 103.3 FM. And if you miss us, check out the podcast on nowdecatur.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.